Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a game day edition. Hornets are hosting the New York Knicks tonight. Charlotte hoping to avoid a season sweep at the hands of the Knicks. Uh, Hornets, some tough games, quite frankly, some tough circumstances against New York earlier in the season. I will let you know what took place earlier in the campaign and give you our thoughts on players and stats to watch for this one tonight. Also, uh, the Hornets have three players who are currently on the roster that are top seven in three pointers made in franchise history. We'll tell you who they are and give you our breakdown on who's most likely to end up atop the list amongst the three by season's end. And we're getting near the end of the month of January. A lot of anticipation that Brandon Miller might bring home his first Rookie of the Month award. We'll give you the status update on that award watch. Helping me on all these topics, he's my producer on the Hornets Radio Network, as well as the producer of this fine podcast, Rob Longo, here with me once again. Rob, happy Monday. Hope you got a nice day off for the weekend. Uh, And we're back to work again here tonight. Hornets hosting the New York Knicks 7 o'clock tip time. Tickets are available at Hornets.com. And this will be a big one for Brandon Miller. Didn't have his finest game in terms of uh, overall numbers, but I think a solid one nonetheless. Ended up with 12 points a rebound, three assists, uh, unfortunately 0 for 7 from 3. But overall, he has been really, really strong overall in the month of January and has put himself in position to potentially bring home his first Rookie of the Month award. The first two went to Jaime Jaquez of the Miami Heat, both 
competitions I thought were, were fairly close, statistically speaking. Brandon Miller has been slightly ahead of Hawkes all season long overall. And in a couple of those individual months, or one of those individual months, the first one, he was a little bit better than Hawkes, but Hawkes was given the nod for the overall performance, I think, of the Heat, in addition to the, the numbers being close. This time around, I think Brandon Miller has the edge, but we wanted to break down the situation a little bit more here on the HHC with two games officially left to go for both players. It's a fun one. I guess we can put it that way, but I know that there's feelings one way or the other about it. But, I mean, when you boil it down, I think that, unfortunately, Jaime Hawkins has missed a lot of time this month with that groin strain that he had, unfortunately, against the Hornets as well not that long ago. So I feel like just based off of the availability that Brandon Miller would have a little bit more of an edge, and I know that the team's record isn't quite there, sadly, for Charlotte, but... Again, I feel like a lot of it has to go to availability, and I know that Hawkins is starting to round back into form a little bit. I know he played Saturday against the New York Knicks and didn't have his greatest game and still trying to work back from that groin strain, so that's certainly going to take some time. But Brandon Miller, man, what we've seen from him, especially over the last handful of days, I know that he went 0-7 for from beyond the arc against Utah, but had that emphatic dunk over Walker Kessler. He's had a lot of flashy plays. You go back to that Minnesota game, I mean, he had that really tough fadeaway from the elbow to push the lead to, I think, five late in the game. I mean, the kid's fearless. He is fearless no matter what out there on the floor. He's not afraid to attack a seven-footer in the paint. He's not afraid to take a big-time shot at a big-time moment in the game. He is just built differently, I feel like. And I know that Steve Clifford says that he's always a throwback player and that sort of thing. And I'm not trying to discredit Jaime Hawkes by any stretch of the imagination, but Jaime has a lot of weapons around him in terms of Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler. He has a lot of talented players on a very talented team. And right now, based off of the availability for the Hornets, Brandon Miller doesn't have that. No Gordon Hayward, no Mark Williams. LaMelo Ball missed the game on Saturday as well. And now Terry Rozier has been traded to Miami. So with all of those things considered... Brandon Miller's numbers, I think, are a little bit more impressive than Jaime Hawkins just because of the situation that he's in. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think Hawkins uh, on any given night is probably no better than the number three option or number three player on a scouting report for a team going up against Miami. And, and that's not a knock on him. That just speaks to the depth that the Heat have. And quite frankly, Hawkins is able to take advantage of a lot of those opportunities and matchups the way most rookies do not. So Brandon Miller is getting more attention given the status of the Hornets health-wise and roster-wise and still able to thrive. Uh, There's two ways to look at this. There's the raw stats for the month of January, which are heavily in favor of Brandon Miller. Uh, And part of that is the injury situation. You mentioned Hawkins had the groin strain, suffered against Charlotte, missed a handful of games. Now, to be fair, Brandon Miller missed a handful of games as well. Not quite as many, but he missed three, I believe after taking that fall in San Antonio. Uh, so had he played in those and put up even just you know modest stats, he probably has this one blown out of the water. But because he missed three games, uh, there's not a huge difference, and not as big as you might think. Uh, but still, Brandon Miller has 42 more points scored in the month of January than the next best rookie, who is Jaime Hawkins. By the way, third most points scored in the month of January right now, Nick Smith Jr., So take that for what you will. Nick Smith, uh, a nice month for him as well. Getting back to it between Miller and Hawkins, though, Miller has more rebounds, more made threes, and they're not really close. But when you look on a per-game basis, and some of this, Miller is hurt by the fact that 
one of the games, the game that he got hurt in, he got hurt early in it before he put up any numbers at all. So it crushed his averages, whereas Hawkins, the game he got hurt in, he played the whole first half. And had a really good first half. And put up big numbers. But in per-game stats, Miller and Hawkins are even in points per game. Slight lead for Miller in terms of rebounds. Slight lead for Hawkins in terms of assists. So it'll all depend on how you look at it. I do think because the raw numbers are so heavily in favor of Brandon Miller... He should get this one, even though Hawkes uh, has maybe on the averages right around the same numbers. And even though Hawkes' team has been playing better, because just for this month alone, right now, Hawkes, when he's on the floor, the Heat are 4-4. Four and four. Miller, when he's on the floor, the Hornets are 2-9. and nine. I think the only thing that could really shift this is if the Heat, now with Hawkes back, win these last two games, Hornets lose these last two games, and Hawkes really escalates his averages. That that would have to be the case. Uh, but otherwise, I think Brandon Miller should take this award. In the end, it doesn't matter. I mean, Brandon Miller's had a great rookie season. Hawkins is having a great rookie season. They're both likely to be first-team all-rookie selections. It's all about the development of both players and their very, very bright futures. Speaking of uh, an, an expert opinion on their bright futures, here's Hornets head coach Steve Clifford talking about Brandon Miller and how maybe uh, his upbringing, his family history in high-level sports is helping Brandon Miller along the way. You know, his dad played football at Alabama. You can tell he came from a family where he's got work ethic, he's coachable, you know, he brings a lot of intangibles, and so I'm sure a lot of that is a big advantage when your dad played at a level like that. I'm sure he learned a lot from him. Now, normally when we ask Coach about Brandon Miller, he's smiling, he's happy, but this was coming after a rather disappointing 12-point loss to the Jazz, so maybe not sounding as uh, ecstatic about the rookie as he almost always is talking about Brandon because he's had such an excellent rookie season. We'll continue to watch it. Tonight is the second-to-last game of the month of January for both players, quite frankly. Uh, Hornets hosting the New York Knicks. Tickets are available at Hornets.com. And then Charlotte will wrap up the month on Wednesday, the 31st, Hornets will be hosting the Chicago Bulls. Miami is going to wrap up the month hosting the Sacramento Kings, and they tonight are going up against the Phoenix Suns. So a, a couple of big opponents there for Miami to face off against in an East versus West kind of showdown scenario, and uh, we'll see who comes out on top, Hawkes for Miami or Brandon Miller, who we think is the favorite for Rookie of the Month here from your Charlotte Hornets. Coming up next, uh, a list that we think Brandon Miller will be on before long, and that is the Hornets. Hornets all-time top 10 three-pointers list. Three current Hornets are on it. They're all grouped together. Who's going to end this season atop the three? We'll talk about it next here on the Hornets Hivecast. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Sam Farber, Rob Longo here with you on the HHC, the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta. Hornets taking on the Knicks tonight. We'll preview the game in our following segment. But right now, we want to talk three-pointers. Brandon Miller, the rookie we talked about last segment, he's having a great rookie season. I believe he's already top 50, believe it or not, in Hornets franchise history for career threes. If what I checked was correct, uh, he's right around 79, 80 threes, and I think that puts him in a tie for 49th with Rajah Bell. I'll have to get with Hornets PR to to double-check it. But either way, he's close. So Brandon Miller, excellent, excellent three-point shooting for his rookie season. And one day, before too long, I expect that he will be in the top 10 in franchise history in threes. Just because he's a number two overall pick, he's going to be a franchise player. At least that's that's the hope. If he continues to grow and develop and, and continue to knock down threes with the efficiency he has been, which will probably improve in the coming years, uh, he's going to make this list. But right now, there are three current Hornets who are on the top 10 list. There's Miles Bridges, who just last game passed Glenn Rice to move alone into seventh, 511 career threes. There's LaMelo Ball, who has 526 career threes. And there's P.J. Washington, who knocked down a career-high tying seven threes last game, passing LaMelo Ball and going into fifth place with 529. So all three players are within 20 threes of one another. I'm not going to guess that any of them are going to move up a rung outside of the trio, because uh, fourth place is Marvin Williams, and he's got a 153-pointer cushion over those three guys. So that's unlikely to fall here in the back half of the season. But one of these guys is going to be atop the trio come the end of the campaign. And so uh, a fun, hopefully, podcast topic is, which one of these guys is going to get to do it? I will put the Rob rules in effect, and Rob Longo, you get to pick first. Who will be atop this trio? P.J. Washington, who's up by three right now. LaMelo Ball, who's in second down only three, or Miles Bridges, who is back 18 of P.J. Washington. Uh, I got to go with Lomelo. I think just Lomelo's shot volume and the ability to launch from anywhere and everywhere on the floor is a little bit more of an advantage. I feel like P.J. Washington, just in terms of the three-point shot, he's not one of those guys that really creates for himself. He's more of a pick-and-pop. He can go off the dribble if he has to, but Lomelo Ball can shoot the three in so many different ways. Set, off one foot, fade away, transition, just so many different ways that he is able to score the basketball. For me, that just kind of gives him the edge, especially even though he's only down three to P.J. Washington. And I know that based off of what P.J. did on Saturday, able to can seven from nine from beyond the arc, then he's definitely very potent and can really do that. But at the same time, LaMelo Ball, when he comes back from that ankle soreness that he had on Saturday, which we're assuming that he will be back much sooner rather than later, don't have the injury report for this one going into tonight. But, I mean, he can easily do it tonight if he plays, and I wouldn't be surprised at any stretch of the imagination just because he is such a dynamic scorer. So I got to go with LaMelo Ball. Can't really argue with the pick, although I have to go in a different direction. And I did this strategically because now I'm not allowed to upset LaMelo because I am, by rule, not allowed to take him. So you may have pissed off P.J. Washington and Miles Bridges by not selecting him. I don't go know. Go light a fire you, underneath him. You might be in hot water now. I only have to make one of them angry. Ooh, this is tough because between the two, P.J. Washington has an 18-3 advantage. We're looking at about 
a little under now, 40 games left. So you've got to make a, about half a three more per game in the comparison if you're going to go with Miles Bridges. But I think I'm going to go there. And the reason for it is, one, Miles Bridges is a starter and P.J. Washington is a reserve. And just the way the offense has been flowing, Miles Bridges is almost always in the top three for shot attempts. P.J. Washington, there's high tides and low tides in terms of his shot volume. So even though P.J. is clearly capable of knocking down an enormous number of threes in a single game, Miles Bridges tends to take more per game than his counterpart in this case. Also, Miles Bridges... It's been very durable this year. Not that P.J. hasn't, but I think Miles Bridges uh, is going to step up to the line, toe the line, time after time, have the greater volume. And quite frankly, so far this season, he's been the more efficient player, right around 35-36% from three on the season. P.J. Washington, even with his big night, is only around 33-34%. It's not a huge amount, but given a 40-game sample size and maybe as many as double the three-point attempts for Miles Bridges compared to P.J. Washington, depending how things go, I think P.J. eventually could catch him. So we'll see how it turns out. Maybe we'll both be wrong, and P.J. Washington retains the top spot of this trio. It'll be an interesting thing to watch. Again, they're all between 150 and 175 threes back of the fourth-place guy, Marvin Williams, outstanding player for Charlotte and uh, still a member of the staff, working as a player liaison now here for the Charlotte Hornets. Incredible player. That's the, the next target for those guys. The other three ahead of them, Terry Rozier, Del Curry, Kemba Walker. Uh, but we'll see who is atop this trio come the end of the season, then rewind the podcast and talk about it again. As for the final segment of this podcast, we're going to be talking game preview. Hornets taking on the New York Knicks. Game preview next here on the Hornets Hivecast. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, Owen oh, Two Door Cinema Club. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I don't think effort has been a problem for us for the whole entire, for the majority of the season. It was more of like, you know, execution. I think Coach has said this before to you guys that, uh, you know, we have, we're, we're a talented team, but we're not like the team that can make a lot of mistakes. We have to be as perfect as possible every single game. We have to cut the mistakes down as low as possible. And, you know, that's just, that's just our team. That's just who we are. And we have to accept that.
Nick Richards, after a career-high 26-point performance the other day against the Utah Jazz, talking about the effort versus execution argument after the Hornets uh, really got whomped in the first half by Utah, came back, made it a, a closer game, got it into single digits despite being down as many as 36, but got it to single digits in the fourth quarter, unable to quite close it out, ended up falling 134 to 122. But just talking about that dynamic, the impression some people get, especially when you get down big and are not executing well, is that, all oh, the effort's not there and Nick and other players and Coach Clifford most importantly has said no effort's not the issue it's just that they need to execute better and for just the reasons that Nick said at full strength they are not as deep as some of the other teams in the NBA and they have not been full strength at all this season so uh, they really have to be on their game if they're going to come away with wins including tonight against the New York Knicks Hornets taking on the Knicks it'll be the fourth head-to-head matchup this season between the two sides Charlotte is 0-3 but this one is going to be decidedly different teams met uh, in the first month and a half or so of the season November 12th at New York Hornets lost 129-107 to despite a 32-point performance from LaMelo Ball November 18th less than a week later at home lost at home 122 to 108 despite a 34 point performance from LaMelo Ball and then November 28th after the Hornets had just lost LaMelo Ball to the ankle injury the first game in fact afterwards they lost 115 to 91 at Madison Square Garden that was a game where Brandon Miller ended up with 18 points to be the leading scorer for Charlotte Mark Williams was still playing at the time Knicks had a fairly stacked roster then They look very much different now. For one, their star center, Mitchell Robinson, is out for the foreseeable future with an injury. Newly acquired player OG Ananobi was brought into the fold in a trade with Toronto. Excellent defensive player. They were really playing some outstanding defense, but unfortunately, they have now suffered an injury to Julius Randle. He suffered a reportedly dislocated shoulder, and so... As of the taping of this podcast, we're not expecting to see him anytime soon. That said, the Knicks have still won six straight games, seven of their last eight. And going back to the first of the year, they are 12-2. and two. So they're playing really good basketball, but obviously losing their best player, as we know all too well, is not an advantageous situation. It's something that they are going to have to overcome starting tonight at Spectrum Center. Rob, it's game preview time. Hornet to watch, Nick to watch, Stat to watch. Where would you like to begin? Oh boy, there are a lot of numbers and names to look at in this one. Let's just go ahead and start with a Knicks player to watch. Let's just go away and, and take take a look at the away team. I'm going to look at Jalen Brunson. He finished with a game-high 32 the other night, or the other afternoon, I suppose, at Madison Square Garden against Miami. Ever since he's come over from Dallas in that free agent acquisition, he has been lights out for them. I think there were a lot of questions whenever the Knicks gave him that amount of money and that kind of deal. Well, is Jalen Brunson really a max player kind of guy? And I think the question so far is, yeah, he has been. So, again, those 32 the other night against the Heat, He's going to have to be the guy to step up without Julius Randle in the fold now for the foreseeable future. I mean, there's other guys that can score the basketball on the team. you got Dante DiVincenzo. Ojeana Nubi can score as well. Josh Hart can give you some points off the bench. Quentin Grimes can be a microwave at times off the bench as well. But for the most part, Jalen Brunson is going to have to be the guy to shoulder the load, and he's capable of it. I mean, he's had games this season where he's scored multiple, multiple points. I want to say he had, what, about a 40-point game earlier this season as well? It wouldn't be out of the question if he did. So I think just in general, he's that guy that has to be the shot maker, the shot facilitator. He's got to do it all. And I know that individual iso ball isn't really a Tom Thibodeau style of offense, but they can play it that way. We see a lot of iso ball when Julius Randle is healthy and that sort of thing. But 
overall right now, they're starting to run out of offensive options, so Jalen Brunson's going to have to be the man to carry the load here tonight for the Knicks. And as you said, he certainly can be. I think this will be interesting to see if they reached a tipping point, because that's kind of what happened to the Hornets. Losing one starter is hard. It's when you reach a certain point that you you run out of offense. And you're losing an all-star in Julius Randle. You are losing an all-star in Julius Randle, but when you lose so many guys, now you have the defense just keying in so much more on those one or two players, and maybe the Knicks have reached that. They still have some good quality scorers. Dante DiVincenzo is a very good knockdown shooter. OG Ananobi, a great two-way player. Isaiah Hartenstein's been good in the post as a backup center, kind of that Nick Richards type of mold, but he's capable of big things, and they still have some quality players coming off the bench, but uh, this will be interesting to see how the Knicks handle it. I like the pick of Brunson. I will go with OG Ananobi, and to be fair, we don't know how this injury is going to change things, because as of the trade, he played about 10 to 15 games with the Knicks, and even though his scoring hadn't increased, everything else efficiency-wise had. So he basically was averaging the same number of points with Toronto as he has been with New York, but his efficiency is up. He went from a 49% field goal shooter to 51%, 37% three-point shooter to 39%, 71% free throw shooter to 88%. That might just be feel good, knock him down in rhythm, whatever it is, because the free throw line doesn't make that much of it doesn't change building to building. Him playing more in New York versus Toronto is not going to change his free throw percentage. I don't know if they do it metric up there versus it doesn't matter. Bad joke by me, but in any case, you know he's been a more efficient player with the New York Knicks. But that's with Julius Randle out there helping to spread the floor. I don't know what this impact's going to be. I do know defensively he's excellent and he's had an outstanding run here since coming to the Knicks. He was already good with the Raptors, but his steals per game is up almost one. His blocks per game is up about three quarters of a block per game. So OG Ananobi, what he does best, he's done even better with the New York Knicks, and offensively, he's been strong as well. Uh, He'll be my player to watch for New York. What's up next? Stat to watch or a Hornet to watch? Let's go ahead and just go with a Hornet to watch. I'm going to look at Nick Richards. Obviously, a career high in points, 26 the other night. Now that you have... Now that you're down Mitchell Robinson and Julius Randle in that front court for New York, I think that opens up the scoring, at least offensively for Charlotte, and being able to score in the painted area just because you don't have that many bigger bodies. I know OG Ananubi is a very big body. Precious Achua can come off the bench and fill up some space as well. But Nick Richards, just the tear that he's been on, setting career highs in his last three games ever since coming back from an ankle injury, he's just taken his game to another level. He's playing with a ton of confidence right now. I think that confidence is just going to ooze into today's game as well, especially the way that the Hornets finished off the game Saturday in that second half, outscoring Utah and almost having a historic comeback down 36 points. Obviously, they didn't get there. They only cut it down to about seven there in the second half. But at the end of the day, Nick Richards, has been playing really, really, really good basketball as of late. I think this is an opportunity for him to continue that trend against the front court for New York that's a little bit beat up right now. I like the pick. I'm going to go with P.J. Washington for this one. Uh, the Hornets have obviously had a lot of injury issues. P.J. Washington's been one guy that they have been able to go with a, an unaltered role on the team. That is, they want him to be the sixth man. They want him scoring off the bench. He did that in a huge way last time around. I think New York is going to have to make an adjustment here, and whether or not John Josh Hart can continue to come off the bench, or Quentin Grimes and can continue to come off the bench and score at that level, I don't know. But those two are guards even, the, the wings, the bigs. They just don't have that depth right now because Hartenstein has been elevated to the starting lineup. So I think there's a real opportunity here 
for P.J. Washington, one, to remain the hot hand, and two, to have advantageous matchups that he can take advantage of and hopefully help the Hornets. I don't know that he needs 43, but if he can be closer to 20 consistently, that is a big, big boost to the Hornets' second unit. Last but not least, a stat to watch. Go ahead and give me points in a pain. I think that's going to be a point of emphasis going back to the front court that's so beat up for New York. I think this is an opportunity for the Hornets just in general to take advantage, whether that's Nick Richards having lobs around the rim or just having post-up opportunities, or if that's guys driving to the rim and creating contact or just being able to drive into the painted area and get around the rim and being able to finish. I think that's going to be an opportunity here. I know that the Jazz scored 70 points in the paint on Saturday's game, and the Hornets were right behind them at 62, but this is an opportunity here for Charlotte to really pound the rock inside and get those paint touches that Steve Clifford values them a ton. That's all he's always talking about. He's not talking about just the points in the paint, but just getting the ball into the paint and playing inside out rather than outside in. And I think this is a great opportunity for the Hornets to do that because, again, I know that Julius Randle played 32 minutes in that loss before he went out with that injury. The Knicks still scored 52 points in the paint in that game on Saturday against Miami. So I think that it's just going to be one of those instances where it's a team can stick to their guns, more or less, for lack of a better term, whether that's the Hornets dominating the paint or if that's New York slowing the pace down, which they really tend to do, and they get those open looks on the perimeter because they have a ton of guys that can shoot threes and knock them down from the outside. But if the Hornets are able to will their way into the paint, I think you can kind of dictate the pace of the game a little bit too, especially if you're able to run the Knicks off the three-point line. So points in the paint are going to be my stat to watch today. All right, I like it, but I'm going in the exact opposite direction. I'm going with threes. I think threes, you know, sometimes we look at things that are, are trends for a team. Sometimes we look for wildest disparity, something that one team is great at, the other one struggles with, and say, all right, this is this is the, going to be the, the key number. Sometimes we look for things where they're both right around the same territory. One thing that I like to try and find is something that if it happens to the opponent, they always win or they always lose. And one for the New York Knicks is their opposition knocking down a lot of threes. And the magic number is 16. 16 or more threes allowed by the Knicks. They are 1 and 10. You want to guess what the one was? Probably against the Hornets. It was. They beat the Hornets November 18th, even though Charlotte knocked down 17 threes. But this is a different team now. This is a different team. Julius Randle's not going to be on the other side. Mitchell Robinson's not going to be on the other side. The paint maybe is freed up, and I, I think that will be important. But this stat just looms large. If you knock down more than 15 threes against the Knicks, you almost always win this season. In case you're curious, Charlotte, this campaign has had nine games with 16 or more threes. No, they don't have a winning record in those efforts uh, a lot of you know really high scoring games but with the Knicks down a couple of big offensive weapons including the all-star Julius Randle uh, this is one where if Charlotte is able to execute beyond the arc and as Rob mentioned on the interior as well I think I like their chances that's all you got to do Rob win in the paint and win threes and you win the game it's a recipe for success I like it all right Hornets versus Knicks tonight one of two games remaining in the month of January and on this homestand tickets for them all available at Hornets.com the last one on Wednesday Hornets will host the Chicago Bulls with Love to see you at the Hive. Rob Longo, I know you'll, I'll see you there at Spectrum Center tonight. I don't really have a choice, but yeah, I'll be there. I'm looking forward <laughs> to it as well. Thanks to Rob Longo. Thanks to all of you for tuning in. For everyone here, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.